Welcome to Space to Face, a podcast where we encourage you to build the online and offline presence of your brand. Whether your strength is online or in person, we believe there's business magic to be made in the blending of both. This is a podcast for passionate creatives and entrepreneurs who want to bridge the gap between their online space and meeting face to face. I'm Paige Poppy. And I'm Asia Crescent. Thank you for joining us. Let's jump right in. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is our very first episode of Space to Face. I am in San Luis Obispo, California right now recording, and Paige and I are on Skype, and she's in Phoenix. Hi, Paige. Hi. This is so crazy. Like I know. It's really cool that we're able to do the show across states. This is exciting. Yes. I love it. So we really wanted to just kick off this very first episode telling you guys why we decided to make this podcast and what we're really going to be talking about. So Paige, why don't you lead us down that path? Yes, I will jump right into it. So if you don't know about us already, Asia and I um, are business besties turned business partners. And I'm an artist. Asia is a photographer. So we both are creative business owners, but we have different experiences and different knowledge that we share. And Asia and I actually met online. Mm-hmm. That fateful day in December of 2014. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it hasn't oh even gosh. been a year yet. but That's crazy. We need to have a gnarly, like, anniversary celebration. Oh, my God, we do. That would be – maybe we should record an episode on that day. An anniversary episode. Oh, That's amazing. Charming. <laughs> <laughs> but really, so Asia and I met online, but we are both pretty active in our local communities, and we felt like there was so many great resources out there for how to grow an online business – and you know how to have a strong presence there and grow your community online but there's not a ton of information out there for growing your business in person so that's where the face-to-face comes in and one thing that Asia and I feel like has really paid off for our businesses is this concept of just putting ourselves out there whether that be online or local so um, we actually did record an entire webinar when we were announcing the big podcast launch, and it is titled How to Put Yourself Out There. It's like an hour long full of amazing tips of how you can do that and break free of the fears that might hold you back from doing so. So if yes. you would like access to that webinar, you can go to our website at spacetoface.com, which is our beautiful new site that we're so excited excited about. We worked on it together while Asia was in Phoenix to make Mm -hmm. sure we loved it. You can enter your email there and sign up for our list and we will send you that webinar because that's kind of like really great. I would say that I was a lot of comments on it already. We did. We had a lot of great feedback from it. A lot of people said like, yes, this is what I need to do. This is what I've been missing in my business. And I feel like that's almost like the very first episode of Face to Face. It's like that secret episode that you can only get there. <laughs> yes, exactly. And you can see us together, which is really cool. It's almost like this sort of like spacer facer moment because you can see us live and how we interact when we're together um, and kind of just get a feel of how we are and not just listening to us on audio. And it is, it is like that's so much of this, this local stuff, this online stuff, both of them. Them, both spacers and facers have fear of putting themselves out there like online where the whole world can see or like in the local community where they can see my person and so it is like how, there are legitimate fears and how to get over them and or how to illegitimize them to yourself so we think that we're pretty good at it even though it has been sometimes a scary ride we're really here to encourage you with this webinar to put yourself out there 
So something that is really special about Balsa Pages and I's business is that I can run my entire business locally. I'm a photographer, so I'm service-based. You have to be here in the same town with me to do photographic services with me. And with Paige, she can be completely online. She can sell all of her prints online, um, and she can build her tribe there. And so we are both really unique in that we have both chosen to do the opposite and to blend those worlds together. So I have chosen to have a very active online community. I run my blog. I dabbled in YouTube a little bit, and Paige has chosen to be very active in her local community doing markets etc so we realized that was something really special that we both had and it's pretty interesting when I think about it too about the kind of response that we get when we kind of cross over to the other side if you will yes so I feel like you are really great at blogging really great at writing and people really connect to those posts and I get a really great response when I do local pop-up shops and people get to see the artwork in person it really makes a difference it's there's kind of an element there that you don't see on the screen so we both get really good reactions too from Mm -hmm. when we cross over that was good crossover is a great word that's and it's true and I think I wonder if it's because it's surprising because when you go to like a photographer or let's say you go to a hair salon you're not expecting to be able to find that salon online and find a whole presence of them online and just like if I'm trying to buy something from you uh, on your website, I wouldn't be like, oh, and then I can pop over and I can see her. So it's kind of an element of surprise almost where people are pleasantly surprised that they have more access to us online or offline. And they can feel like they can know us, they can like us, they can trust us. And that leads us to to, to buy from us and to become our clients. So true. And I, I think that both of us really just get a lot of joy out of the local stuff too, you know, Absolutely. We make friends. We, you know, it's just great to have other people surrounding you doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's really wonderful. It's true. Yeah. And the same thing. So with mine, that is default, right? Like I have to be making friends in my community to be photographing them. Um, and so it's not, it's you are finding that in your local community, which is surprising. And for me, I'm finding that online, which is surprising. I don't have to be doing anything online. I mean, I should be posting my photos online, but I don't have to be engaging with other people because it's not like they can become my photographic clients. But just having that community online has been really huge. And then, of course, it does trickle down in ways that we'll discuss later. But I, we do find joy in having those two communities because they really make our business feel so much more like a lifestyle business and so much more like we have friends and we're building these relationships and it brings our business, yeah, just so much joy into our life for that. It's such a good point. So, so true. I couldn't agree more. And that was one of the big reasons we wanted to start the podcast. The second was Asia and I both have a lot of experience and knowledge as creative business owners. And I think we've had really great conversations one-on-one with other business owners, maybe through creative coaching, but it's really cool to be able to talk to a larger audience. Yeah, to reach, it's just so much more efficient, right? Like we can just reach out to so many people and even just with the first day of our launch, we got an overwhelming response. So we know that this is something that people are really interested in and we can't sit down with everybody one-on-one and be able to talk to them like we wish we could. So it's really awesome that we have this platform where we can talk to a bunch of people at one time and people can also come back to the conversations that we're having and hear what we're saying later. And sometimes those things just inspire you at different moments. So we're really excited that we... That we thought of this idea because we're brilliant. <laughs> we're, Let's be real. We're proud of ourselves and <laughs> <laughs> we're also happy to have you here. Yes, absolutely. And we, we really hope that through the duration of the whole podcast as we, you know, f- record more episodes that you guys will start to learn how to do that crossover and grow. And as Asia was saying, get inspired and it'll just kind of build and flourish and you'll feel motivated, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. So really the genesis of this, besides like us having all these realizations, so Paige went to architecture school at Cal Poly, which is in San Luis Obispo, which is where I live. And she was wrapping up her degree. She was graduating. And so we planned a whole week of like artistic activities. We really killed it. Oh my God, that was an amazing week. We were like, this is the last hurrah. We're hanging out every day and we're doing one super cool thing every day. (laughs) (laughs) We did henna tattoos. We did a watercolor workshop, remember, on the top of Terrace Hill. Yeah, on top of a mountain. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I still have that um, framed, actually, just like the little thing that you taught me. Oh, it's so, so cool. This, anyway, so we did that the last week. And to really, really wrap things up, we went on a weekend trip to San Francisco. And there we met another business owner. And we were just chatting a lot with her. And we realized that Paige and I a lot talk one-on-one. Like, I'll talk to a business owner and Paige will talk to a separate business owner. But realize when we're together, we just really have so much more. There's like a There's like a chemical formula or something in chemistry that says that two elements combined are more than they are separate. Does that make sense? Oh, I am so, I am so impressed with this with this analogy right now. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh my gosh, thank you. Um, really, I think it's like, I, it's something in chemistry. I don't really know what it is, but like two plus two equals five in chemistry. And then, you know, two separate is two. You get my point. So when Paige and I are together and we're talking to other business owners, we just have so much more to offer than we do when we're separate. So on this weekend, when we were talking to this other business owner and we were like, man, we're really, really good at this. You know, we do have a lot of experience. We have a ton of knowledge and we have a ton of passion and we love talking about it and we love helping people and really sitting down and being like, yeah, that's a great idea. We could do this, this and this. Um, And so when we were driving back, you know, we had several hours to drive and just chat and we were also, I don't know, me, maybe, mostly, but you probably, you as well. I was like, this is sad. <laughs> like, you're moving to Phoenix, and this is not something we're going to be able to do very often. And that is where the idea of the podcast was born, because we were like, we have got to share this with people together, because us doing it on our own is awesome and great, but it's so much better when we can do it together. So that's really how that idea was born. And then we spent so much time thinking of like the name for it. What else did we think of randomly on that trip? Let's see. We had we you, you guys should see the notes on my phone. I opened up the notes app. We just typed, type, type, type. I think we had like episode titles, names, every goals for the podcast, everything, and it was just it was epic. I, I guess moral of the story is that two is better than one. Absolutely, amen, sister. Well said. Um, so really what we're hoping to achieve with this podcast, like Paige was saying earlier, we really want to be inspiring people to flourish, etc. And now that I think about it, there was one thing that we wrote down on that fateful notes app. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we did come up with the name Space to Face during the drive. And I think that we had some cute names to call our peeps. So we were thinking the online person who dominates the online space would be a spacer. Mm -hmm. And someone who is a pro at their face-to-face local business would be a facer. I think that's adorable. Yeah, so we've got the spacer and we've got the facer, and I think we'll end up using that lingo probably during all during episodes when we have Absolutely. guests on and yeah, whatnot, you know, like yeah, I, I think Asia's uh, can talk a little bit about this too. Is that some people mm-hmm. are just stronger in the space or the face area, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're definitely hoping to bring on guests who are stronger in one or the other, as well as guests who are like dominating at both. And so that we can kind of see what, where they're leading, how they want to be more involved in their local community, how they want to be more involved in the online community. And so they can be sharing with us their journey as well, because we're really all in this to grow together. Not everybody is doing a perfect blend. And so we're definitely going to be having spacers and facers and people like us who do both on the show. So we're really excited about that. What would that person be? 
called a spafacer. <laughs> Are you a spafacer? Hello, I'm Paige Bobby. I'm a spafacer. <laughs> That's hilarious. So a reason that we really want to encourage spacers to become facers, I guess you can talk a little bit more about that, Paige, because you definitely could be just a spacer. You don't have to be a facer as well. Totally. I could just never leave my studio and I would be totally fine <laughs> as far as like views and online community building goes and all of that. I, I would be cool. But I was telling Asia earlier that the local experience is really interesting because I've noticed for people who are in my area in the greater Phoenix area, um, mm-hmm. they really enjoy the chance to be able to come see my work in person and say hello and get to know me. And that makes me so happy because I love putting faces to names. You're also building connections with people who you, you're able to see. And so that really does like, we're going to talk a lot about like no like, and trust. So when they're able to see you face to face, I feel like more than they're like, okay, yeah, I do want to buy that print because I really liked her and I like her work. I mean, that's how it happens with so many of my friends who purchased from me. Like, oh, Paige is really cool. And I like her artwork. But if they just saw it on the street randomly, they wouldn't be like, oh, I want to purchase that because they know you, they know the story behind the artwork, et cetera, which sometimes you can only do face to face and they're, they really want to purchase from you. That is a really good point. I actually love the um, local pop-up shops, galleries, because it does give people that chance to ask your questions and it kind of uh, feeds into the tactical side of things so they can mm-hmm. look at the painting, they can really yes. see the texture of it, the colors, the depth. And I do, like you said, get questions. And so, for example, like I have some paintings that are like I kind of scribble on top of them with my handwriting and people mm-hmm. are like, hey, what does this say? Like, could you tell me about this? Like, where, right. what were you thinking about when you made this painting? Where I could write that in the description of a product mm-hmm. on my site, but it's just not the same, you know? No, no, definitely not. And I think that we, what we like, we're not just like putting out product or making services to just like sell and do whatever with. We really want to like inspire people and for me, make people feel beautiful, make people feel good. And it's so much easier to do that in person instead of like writing that online. Like, I hope when you see this print on your wall, you feel inspired or you feel whatever. It's so much easier to convey that kind of emotion in person because a lot of our business are emotionally based, to be honest. And it's easier to do that in person. It really is. It really is. And so I would say that on your side of things, like we were saying before, if you wanted to, your entire business could be a face. So you could just be exclusively a facer. Mm -hmm. And you've really found a lot of, I would say you've built your community online uh, being a spacer, but you've really kind of found personal joy through it too. Blogging is just part of your personal fulfillment or like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's just a way that you like to share. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. And what I find, just like you find that you, you, let's say you find initially people online and then they meet you in person and it's just like the cherry on top. Like I definitely want to purchase from you. That's, it's the same thing, but little, but opposite with me where people have like an acute experience with me in person, right? They meet me like one time. They're like, okay, cool. I like her. She was cool. I mean, I'm fabulous, right? So they know that like right away. Um, and they tell me and then they're like, and oh my goodness, she, I can read so much about her online. I can really get to know her online. So Actually, I met up with I met a girl a couple years ago, just like once or twice maybe, and really liked her. She was totally fine, but she kind of moved and she moved back, and um, we didn't really stay in contact. And then I saw her like two years later, and she was like, "Oh my God, Asia, it's so good to see you. I've been watching all your videos and blah blah blah." And really, she felt like we were growing a friendship throughout the last two years because through my online presence, and that was huge. And so. 
for me, it's it's the opposite as it is for you. They they can meet me and they like me, etc. But then being able to keep up with me online in a way they couldn't do just locally because like how many times am I can I run into people at coffee shops? Um, then it just it really solidifies that just as much as so that's like one thing is that people love to find more of me online. It's almost like they're finding an Easter egg of goodies online. Absolutely, you know? like they're like, oh, I met I met her. She's cool. Beautiful photographs. And then they go on your website and they are not expecting to find all of that personal content. And, you know, mm-hmm. you know, aside from the word content, which is kind of a trigger word these days, but they're not expecting to find all these personal stories that you're telling on right. your blog and experiences. It's just, it's like a very happy surprise. Yes, I agree. Because and a lot of times people, well, they don't do it as much anymore. I'm not, maybe I'm just coming off more professional, but when I would meet people in the beginning, they'd be like, oh, do you have a website? <laughs> Yes, I have a website. I'm very active on my website. Please go check it out. And then they're like, oh, awesome. And so it's, we'll talk about this more later, but it really does legitimize me as a photographer um, more. And it really sets me apart because, like we said at the very beginning, there are not too many people who are doing both or who are doing both well or who are passionate about both. So that's pretty nice. And we also had the example we just spoke about of coffee shops. So coffee shop is a great example of a facer who's like, I don't have to do anything online because my all my traffic comes from passerbyers or just people in my own community. But we have a local coffee shop in, in town called Scout, which is a great example that you gave Paige. They have a kick-ass Instagram feed. And it's so beautiful. Can I just say it's that? It's so pretty. Oh, so good. They do a really great job. And so people from outside happen to find them. I'm not sure if they find them through hashtags or what it is, or it's just easy to share other people. If I posted something, I would definitely like at Scout Coffee. Um, and so when people come to sell, they're like, oh, I really want to go to that really cute coffee shop. So that's such an easy way, it's an easy excuse, an easy reason for someone who is just a facer to be online because their people don't, the only people in the community are not people who live here. There are people who are stopping by, etc. So especially for places where you could go just to stop in like a coffee shop. It's such a great thing to have an online presence if you're attracting more people. There's also a coffee shop in Fresno of all God forbidden places um, called Cup of Joy and it's run by an, an NFL player. He was an NFL player. Um, they have a super adorable Instagram and I went out of my way to go to that coffee shop in Fresno. I just want to point out it's in Fresno where I would never want to stop and do anything. Um, I definitely went out of my way to go there because I was like, oh, it's so cute. Their Instagram, they have like a little bit of like a Christian twinge to their merchandise, etc. And I went in there because of their Instagram. So it's such a great example of like a facer becoming a spacer and getting my business because of it. So I think everybody needs to have this blend and be a spa facer. Totally. And (laughs) I will note too that we will put everything we're referencing in the show notes. And the show notes will always be a reference point for you to check out what we're talking about, clickable links, um, to enjoy and kind of read through and learn from after the episodes. Absolutely. And you guys are going to learn the name of the Cup of Joy owner because I forgot who it is this moment, but I will remember in time for the the notes and I'll put those in there because really they're great accounts to check out. Also, this is a new thought. It's hard to really find community and people who view you as a competitor because I have definitely met with people who view me as competition and it's difficult to really find community in that because I can't be like, why don't you try this? Because I'm like, wait, I'm already doing that. You can't do that because I'm doing it. So it's nice to find community online with people who are in different places and doing different things, maybe even in just like different cultures to bring different area- things to my business I wouldn't thought of of my own. And I feel more comfortable sharing and not feeling like, oh, you're going to like crowd in on my thing. That sounds kind of like greedy, but it's the truth. People definitely feel 
more comfortable when they don't feel like you're infringing on their space. Does that make sense? Totally. I don't know if you've seen this, Asia, but there's a hashtag that goes around that is hashtag community over competition. And mm-hmm. uh, I think I think a lot of it has to do with the the nature of Instagram and that platform as a community builder because it is an amazing one. I've met so many of my close friends that I really value mm-hmm. on there through the app. And the, that hashtag kind of speaks to, you know, sharing other people's work, building these communities and building these friendships. And I think what you were saying about the competition from other photographers is that once you start to like humanize a person and you meet them, it's so normal. They're just Mm -hmm. a friend and you don't feel that competitive nature as much either. And you realize, yeah, and you realize, you know, everyone's kind of at it the same way Mm -hmm. and Um, And there's room for everyone. That's what people say. Like, there is room for everyone. It is uh, so true. Um, And so really, like... I think photographers and artists should be looking at this like we are all in this together. And this is kind of a little bit of a sidetrack, but fun little fact. There is there are two coffee shops in my hometown. My hometown is very small. And initially there was just one called Rebecca's. And then Starbucks came. And I was like, oh my gosh, I hope that like Rebecca's isn't closed. It's been here for a really long time. And really what it does is Starbucks um, not advertises, encourages sponsors. I can't think of the verb. What is the verb? It makes people want to buy coffee. Oh, encourages? Um, yeah, it just encourages. Markets is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. So Starbucks markets coffee in general, but they're not – as much as they're marketing themselves, yes, but people want to go to Starbucks. They want to get coffee. And if they can't go to Starbucks, they're going to go to Rebecca's. Or maybe before, they didn't even want coffee at all. And so they're not super bummed about having Starbucks in the area. And so I think that – I have a really close photography friend who's just a town um, north of here, and we definitely are like, we want to encourage – people to take pictures regardless of who it's with because if somebody if one person is doing it here somebody is going to do it somewhere else so we're really elevating the industry in in as a whole and versus like who we are in elevating my personal business does that make sense it totally so i makes love sense. the community of competition thing i love that there's there's a reason why when there's a dunkin donuts you see a crispy cream across the street absolutely great example great example and i think i think the tendency is always like oh my gosh why would those two be across from each other it's healthy mm-hmm. competition and then guess what you want a donut in that moment and you're gonna grow mm-hmm. one of them and yes you are people just like People have their taste. People have their preferences, you know? Totally. Just like in Slow, we have 300 Froyo places. A bazillion. They're all doing well. And when I lived there, I was a patron of all of them. All of them. (laughs) Exactly. Because you see them more and you're like, oh, I want it all the time now because you see it everywhere. So, yes, I really like – I didn't know that hashtag was a thing. Um, I should definitely look into that. It's very nice. I think – I think – I'm not sure if it's just an Instagram type of thing, Mm -hmm. but – Well, I don't really use hashtags anywhere else. Yeah. So it must yeah. be, it must be. Um, okay, so we also kind of touched on this earlier, but another thing that we're really hoping to do with this podcast is to find community with people who are doing the same thing that we're doing, who are spacers like we are, who are spacers and who are facers. Where because... must the facers at? <laughs> <laughs> There's a really, like, hood song that's like, that says something similar. I might even link to it in the show notes because it's a really funny song. I and that's- would enjoy and encourage you in that endeavor. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. Didn't know if you were going to approve. I'm going to write it down. It's a little As your business partner, I approve this message. <laughs> thank you, ma'am. <laughs> 
Um, so yes, we really want to find other people who are doing the same thing that we're doing because like we said, we there's definitely a lot of resources for people who are running online businesses and I really want to start this like catchphrase, hopefully I can remember it, but there's a lot of talk about working from anywhere, but we work from somewhere and that somewhere is important. So for people like us, I'm planning, I'm putting my roots down here in slow. I am not leaving. I love it here. My magazine is called Slow What? Like my business is here. And I'm, I, you possibly could stay in Phoenix for a really long time. So it's really important where we are. We are rooted here. And so we don't want to be like, oh, well, I can just work from my laptop and go anywhere. I don't want to go anywhere. I want to be here. Um, and so we want to find people who have that same mentality who could work anywhere could work of anywhere, could work anywhere, but they are deciding to work somewhere because they love it. Um, and so we want to find people who are really similar in that. And so because there's so much just finding, Paige and I finding each other was a huge deal. And we realized that about each other. So we're so excited to find more people who are doing the same thing. Totally. That was a genius statement. Thank you very much, ma'am. Thank you. I'm going to drink my tea with my pinky out now. <laughs> and you can see, Asia, okay. she is wearing a Starbucks t-shirt and has a Starbucks cup in her hand. What are you talking about? Starbucks marketing is so, so effective. It's killer. Okay. We're going to allow it because I know that you also support local coffee shops. Amen, sister. A hundred percent. See, they're just elevating the coffee market. And then I am a patron of all of them. Yes. So true. And... Yeah, while you were talking, I was thinking about the experience I've had of really building two communities because I am native to Scottsdale slash Phoenix, same diff, and this is my native hometown, so I'm here, I was here visiting, I was here um, during my vacations, but I also was definitely active in Slow, uh, the community there, friendships, Mm -hmm. and with my artwork, and it's interesting that I was able to build both and I knew it was important for me when I was about to leave San Luis Obispo that I did start kind of having those friends and those contacts in Arizona when I would move back. So Mm -hmm. I'm really lucky that like over the summers I had made friends here that were other creatives that I could meet up with. So that was really fortunate. But it's interesting now that I've moved back, I've actually gotten some new opportunities in San Luis Obispo to... so funny. It's so funny to display my artwork, different galleries and exhibitions back in slow, which is so funny. It just goes to show that planting those seeds takes a little bit of time to grow. And so I moved away, but I still have a lot of contacts in slow. So it's really cool to have friends in both places. And, and it makes me happy because then you have to come back. Yes, I have to go back in March for my yes. installations. So that's going to be so great because I'm going to see you for spring training. And then you're going to be here for the installation. I am so happy about this. I, I kind of have a similar experience, which I, I haven't thought about too much. But I moved to San Luis Obispo from the Fresno area. And a lot of my initial clientele was people that I knew from home because that was like where my roots were the deepest at the time. And... For, for me, it was easier because it's only a two-hour drive between the two, but it is definitely two distinct communities. And so being involved a little bit in the Fresno community was important for me initially and is a little bit less than it is now for me to be involved here because I'm staying here. Um, but that was important. I didn't, I couldn't just be like, okay, cool, I'll take your pictures and bye. I had to be involved. Um, so that's true. There is some transition that you can definitely do and it doesn't have to be in a place you're staying forever. But it is important that people that you're seeing outside of your studio or your office are people that know you and are part of your community as like your personal community. Totally. Totally. So the last thing that we're using this podcast for is to really grow with you because 
as we have mentioned, I am primarily a facer and Paige is primarily a spacer. So I don't have to be doing these things online and sometimes I don't because sometimes I'm so busy with my my in-person stuff that I'm doing shoots too often and I don't have time to be blogging, etc. even though I know that's so important to me. So I really want as much as I'm encouraging other people to reach out onto their online community, I'm going to be encouraging myself and taking my own advice on doing that because I know how important it is. And if I'm telling other people, you know, I got to practice what I preach. So we're really hoping to grow. And I think you kind of are too. I totally am because, well, looking at the next three months, actually, I'm going to be a hardcore facer because (laughs) I looked at my calendar yesterday. I think I have like 12 local shows and markets. I'm so amazing. So exciting. And um, I'm going to be pretty locally involved. So maybe I'll be in the same boat as you that I need to remember to tackle the online space also. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, same. You know what? And with you saying that, I feel like it does come in waves because there are times I have on seasons and I have off seasons just my business is seasonal. Um, I don't do family portraits. So the fall is a little bit slower for me as far as like my my facer community goes. And so that is a time that I really put a lot of my work onto my online community. I do a lot of blogging during the fall. I do a lot of blogging over the summer because my sorority girls are gone. I'm just doing weddings on the weekends. Um, And so it can definitely be like um, what is this? I'm waving my hand up and down. Like a flow. It's a flow. A flow. Yeah, definitely. It ebbs and flows. And, but as long as we know that it's important to invest in both, but sometimes like right now I'm doing so much stuff with the sororities and I've had like 12 shoots just since I've been back from Phoenix, literally. And I have nine shoots this weekend. I'm working with over 2000 girls this weekend. Which getting is crazy. nuts. It's been like, you guys, Asia only left here like four days ago. What is going on? <laughs> So many shoots. So really, it's been like right now is the time where I am really being primarily um, primarily a facer. But I, it could be argued that most businesses are like primarily facers, but it's still so important to get online. So it does ebb and flow for sure. I totally have the flow too. Like, so obviously right now it's holiday season. All mm-hmm. of the big art markets, art shows, galleries are happening. But mm-hmm. it's important too in those off times. I feel like in the off times are more so when I just like, hang out with people like oh grab a coffee just right. just chat you know like mm-hmm. it's definitely important to kind of like keep up with the flow and I guess I guess yes. we keep using the word crossover too it's really yeah which is a great word yeah yes that's what we could be called we don't have to be called spafacers we can be called crossovers crossovers yes so it's been so great to share all of our thoughts about this and mm-hmm. just to recap a little bit and let you know what you can expect from the coming season of Space to Face. Is that, is that a thing? Do we have a season? We have, I think we do have a season. This is our first season. This is our premiere. A premiere. <laughs> so really the four things that you can expect from the Space to Face podcast are being encouraged to get out there, be local, be a facer, get face to face, make some friends. That's really what it comes down to. It's just meeting people, meeting people with um, like-minded interests and doing the same thing as you. And even possibly meeting new clients through that as well. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. We have lots to say about that. Encouraging you to also find community online and share Mm -hmm. content there because you really do have the ability to connect with more people than you probably think you do. Yes. We hope that there will start to be some crossover for you guys, both locally Mm -hmm. and online, to find the balance, to find the mix between the both of them. And we talked a lot about ebb and flow, and there's going to be some times where you're stronger in one area than the other, but just kind of finding a rhythm 
it, I think it becomes natural after a while. That's what we found. And finally, we want to keep up our own ebb and flow and we want to grow along with you guys because like we were saying, we tend to be stronger in one area than the other. And it will be great for us to have these episodes and encourage each other. And we hope to build a community of people along with us that are interested in growing both. Absolutely. And we're going to be very transparent about what that process is like for us to just let you know that although we do have a ton of experience and that it's nobody's perfect with it and there is not a perfect blend and there will be times where we're like, I tried this and it did not work or I haven't been doing that and I should be doing that. So we are definitely planning to share our journey and experience with you guys because we really want to have this experience that we're that we're sharing with you and have it be real and that we understand like that it's difficult to do both for sure. It totally is. And we're just willing to share it all and absolutely build everyone up so that's the goal and i would say the fifth reason we're doing this podcast is to be able to talk to each other amen i thought you're gonna say that that's (laughs) so funny that's so true you guys let's be honest this podcast is an excuse for us to skype regularly (laughs) (laughs) we did write that on our like benefits of starting a podcast and it was like the opportunity to hang out together (laughs) because when Paige was in slow we hung out like three times a week like gnarly quality hangout and so it's like when she left i was like this is sad Yeah, we used to have our biz mornings where we would meet from like 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. at least Mm -hmm. twice a week. I think it got more often than that toward the end. And that was like a time for us to connect and brainstorm. So we miss having that. This is kind of a this is kind of like our online biz morning. It is our online biz morning. And really because that really um, I should have mentioned this earlier when I was talking about finding people who are similar to us. It was a game changer for me when I found somebody who was doing the same thing I was doing, who was online, who was local. And it was like, oh my gosh, I can ask this person so many questions and we can bounce so many ideas off each other. And really remember two plus two is five. And so it was huge. And I just cannot wait to meet more people who are doing the same thing. It's so exciting. Totally. I can remember the text you sent me. Like we had this really great biz morning. I think it might've been the first one we ever did. You and I both got back to our computers or our desks and we were like super productive, like Mm -hmm. beyond. And I can remember you texted me and said, we need to use each other more. Yes. And like not in a weird way, like in a way where it was like, you give me so much energy and so much creativity and ideas. Like, let's keep Mm -hmm. this going. You know? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I think that that energy is that is what it is. It's so much energy you get from somebody else who's doing something similar and who's excited and who understand what you're trying to do and who can like help you with it. So it's really great. I'm really excited to build this community up. So that is kind of the whole manifesto of Space to Face. We're so excited to be on this journey with you guys, being a spacer or a facer or a crossover like us and to be building community and just encourage every, encouraging everyone to build their communities as well. And if you guys want to check out more, we're going to be having all the episodes on spacetoface.com where you guys can also check out the webinar. We're both also really active on Periscope where we give similar tips that we would be giving on our podcast. So definitely catch us there. And both of our usernames are always in the show notes and Mm -hmm. links to find our sites. If you're curious, you want to dig around a little bit. Uh, Mm -hmm. I love to stalk people, so I'm sure you do too. (laughs) Absolutely. I got a comment today from someone who commented on a – it was another business from an Instagram post from 17 weeks ago. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) I was like, that was a very long scroll for you, my friend. Thank you for the commitment. Your thumb is a champion. (laughs) (laughs) And since this is our first episode, our big kickoff, we would really love if you guys could rate and review us on iTunes. I 
think it should only take you a minute and we would love the support let you and we would, we would just love to hear like what you think and if you're excited yes. we've heard yes. a lot of tweets instagram comments about the excitement but uh throw it up on itunes so that other people can join the space to face fan club that's right <laughs> hashtag space to face fan club someone sent me that hashtag love. today on twitter or something so that's oh, that exciting is- so cute. We had that so much in our webinar. So that is really cute. I we wonder if in the guys. webinar you guys can see the comments that people said. They, they can't. They can't. Oh, that's a bummer. Total bummer. Those were some fun. great comments. They were also they, really they, funny. They were very funny. But we definitely need to do more webinars because that was really, really fun. It's really fun to – that's kind of how Periscope is. You see the comments back and forth. So that's, that's the reason that we're doing Periscope in addition to the podcast because we love being able to, like, communicate and engage immediately with our audience. So I'm really excited about that. Totally. And after you give us that rave review, you've been dying to leave, uh, go ahead and go to spacetoface.com, sign up for our list there, and you will get the new episodes in your inbox each week. How convenient. Okay, so this has been the very first episode of Space to Face. Thank you so much for listening. This was our intro, our manifesto, or the, the making of the show, history in the making. What did you say? Making of a legend. This is a legend, people. <laughs> Just you wait. Can I you just guys say as a side note that I am proud of the amount of jokes I cracked during this. I'm like never this funny. So proud of you. you I like to think I'm rubbing me. off on you. Yeah. It's wait, did you just say that? I said did you, you bring I said you bring it out of me. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Okay, I'm okay with that. And we have a surprise for you guys. So we actually have already recorded two extra episodes where I get to interview Paige and Paige gets to interview me so you guys can get to know a little bit more about us. And those are already up on iTunes. So definitely go check those out. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you in the next episode. I'm sending you guys all of the positive and creative vibes your way. And I hope you guys are having a fabulous freaking day. Those are our little sign-offs. Classic Asia. And we'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>